Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Right back after a one week hiatus. Yeah, we took a break. Yeah, we <laughs> kept happens. posting. We're like, oh, it's gonna be out here. It's gonna be out here. And then I, I had family in town. Well, we both had family in town. You were at the races. I went up to the racetrack because I'm a, I'm a NASCAR fan. <laughs> down, down Daytona. So went, went, went up to Daytona and saw some racing. <laughs> some racing. Going in circle. Circle one, two, three. Actually, oh. this wasn't a circle race. Oh, this okay. was a left and right race. Ooh. So a little bit different. Ah, they're, they're, most, uh, most NASCAR fans don't like them road tracks, <laughs> doohickeys, just make them turn left. Right, but go fast. Um, not that I don't not enjoy some fast Daytona oval racing, but either way, that's where I was. <laughs> well, fear not, we are back. We got what we were going to talk about last week. We are doing our top five, I guess. Potential, well, not potential, but musical artists that we want to see, that we would like to see at Horror Nights events now. Obviously, there was a whole thing this year about Billie Eilish and stuff like that. And then last year, we had Rob Zombie. In the past, Alice Cooper has been around. Slash has been involved. Black Sabbath. We had all kinds of stuff. So musical artists are not something that is super, super new and like out of the ordinary. It's not for for, Horror Nights. It's not foreign to no, Horror Nights. No. So, but, I mean, Universal, we've talked about this before. Universal does obviously have a music division, the mm-hmm. UMG groups. So and Universal... I think it's a Universal Music Group or something like that. Yep. So they have a connection to music mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. So it's not uncommon to have artists show and up. It's, at the, it's fun, artists. too, to see how, like, songs or onstage presence of the band can kind of be twisted into a pseudo-original story. You know, they can kind of take some lyrics here and there. They can take how their, you know, stage gear is and kind of craft a, a story out of that. And for... The stuff that I have selected, there, there's a couple instances where I have sort of just like a, a feel of what the house would be. I don't have an exact storyline, but I have sort of like how I would imagine a house with this music or from the minds of this artist would end up being. Some are more fleshed out than others, and I tried to pick, well, they're not all drastically different musical artists, but I think the houses would come out drastically different based off of their genre and lyric style and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I went around my list. I did have a little bit of a tough, tough time picking this, this one. This is kind of hard. I didn't do houses for all of them. A yeah. couple, at least a couple. I, I Honestly, a lot of mine are, are more framed around scare zones more than anything yeah. else. Kind of like how it makes, what inspired me a lot was obviously the Rob Zombie Hillbilly one yeah. last year because that wasn't Rob Zombie's movies like mm-hmm. the house was. This one was more his music, music videos, the craziness of all of that. Yeah, some, like, extras um, and stuff. Yeah, so I didn't really think about it in house format as, as much as yeah. you did, probably, but I could come up with some ideas, I'm yeah. sure, just based on who I picked. Yeah, and that's a good sense, too, is, like, these guys, the people that I have chosen, could go either way. They could have a house, they could have a scare zone. Some might work better than others, but the way I had it in my mind, I just have some houses that Yeah, are... I mean, it's it was easy with Zombie, because Zombie had movie material that he's worked on so mm-hmm. like there's more to him than just the music yeah plus his music is also very story like very story telling mm-hmm. it's very tells a clear story sometimes not all of it but some of it tells a 
relatively campy or scary story. Mm-hmm. Music in general is hard to really develop a visual medium to. That's why music videos really yeah. aren't a thing anymore. I mean, they yeah. are, but they're not. But yeah, they're not. It's not on MTV. You know, MTV right. is not so it's, MTV for me, anymore. For me, it was tough to really think of how to frame it in a visual house aspect yep. and more so just based on their imagery you know how they would make a decent scare zone or maybe even a decent house yeah all right well that's what we're gonna get into today but like always we got some beer to get to what we got we got a big old bottle today yeah i brought i brought a big bottle today i think they usually do like 650 milliliters or something like that but this is a returning brewery we haven't had them in a while but I had to go with another bottle just because they're so good. And if you're a beer drinker, you know who, well, you'll know who I'm talking about when I give you the name. We're going back to Jester King. Woo! It is a farmhouse mild ale. Okay. So, I mean, Jester King is known for their farmhouses. Um, they're based out of, I think, Austin, Texas, if I remember correctly. Let me, uh, let me double check that real quick. Um, yes, they are based out of Austin, Texas. They are in the Texas Hill Country. And you know, like I said, they're famous for all of their their farmhouse sales. It's really kind of where they where they made their name. But I've said it before: when I go into my local bottle shop here in Central Florida and I see a stack of Jester King, you know, I'm gonna buy some. everything. So this one, it's called Commercial Suicide, and it's got like this weird like '80s punk rocker dude elf-like thing with cross-eyed uh, cross eyes and a mohawk it's not really horror related but the name commercial suicide just sounds really like spooky and messed up and weird so that's kind of why i went with it but i'll read you the i'll read you what's on the bottle because like it, it is relatively horror-ish it says bloody ale have you gone mad so what if you like it don't you know it it's not about what you like it's about what they want and what they want is something imperial double extreme with lots and lots of ops. But no, you won't listen. Instead, you have to go and brew a bloody mild ale. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. It's your funeral. <laughs> that's my terrible British accent. Um, that's, that's how it's written. But it this is this is one of those one of those beers where when you know I buy it from my bottle shop. It's batch number nine from September sixth. 2016 so this Woo. beer has been aging for almost or oh, just over four years Oof. so this bottle has not been opened in four years this is going to be super puckery probably i, I don't know maybe, maybe i'm crazy i mean it is a mild ale but i'm gonna take a stab and say this is going to be butt puckery to the it's butt gotta got some it's gotta have some yeah. taste to it it's only 2.9 percent alcohol so it's like really low alcohol we're not going to get buzzed on this but i can't wait to pop this bad boy open and, and take a whiff of just the natural yeast and it's been aging for you know four almost five years so i'm super excited to crack this bad boy open well, someone's gonna have a lot of good stuff in there that's for sure oh oh it smells so good <laughs> already getting some whiffs of it let me pour this bad boy out Ooh, we got, we got. i already like the color of it it's almost Ooh, like an, right. maybe i'm crazy i'm colorblind to me it's like an amber color and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm colorblind. Yeah, as I hold it up, don't have great lighting in here, but if I hold it up against the TV screen, it does have that ambery look. Very, a little bit lighter than a yingling, I'd say, just to give it some sort of comparison. Ooh, but it does have that sour, that sour scent that we do love on those farmhouses. And this thing is still talking. It's got a really good frothy head, that's for sure. Yeah, it's one of those beers that you have to kind of like, 
let sit for a little bit. Like you shouldn't like chill it down to like 34, 35 degrees and then just pour it immediately. You need to take it out of the fridge. If you, even if you, a lot of people tell you not even to store it in fridge, just store it in like really temp. cool temperature, like room, cool, like cooler room temperature, yeah. like basement, like cellar basement temperature. Garage, Cause I mean, back in the way back in the day when there really wasn't fridge or like refrigerators like we have today, you would store things in your cellar and it would get that cellar temperature. So it wouldn't be quite, it'd be like down to like the late like high 40s early low 50s yeah and that's really kind of what we want something like this to age not age but sit out sit for in, yeah. and, and and come up to a little bit before you pour it and drink it because that's when all the aromas and the and and the flavors are going to really come out so this looks amazing it smells amazing i haven't had it yet but we probably should you know take a swig so yeah cheers, cheers. a lot wow, more, a lot good. more subtle than i thought that's really well it's a mild yeah yeah which is good um so it's like I said, it's really low ABV. It's not. It's gonna be almost like drinking like a sour apple juice. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, not to say that it's apple in it, but it's just gonna be like a sour fruit juice. Um, what does this have? This you definitely get that like glassy bodily taste from the bottling process. Yeah, I'm sitting I mean, there, which is expected. I mean, it's definitely a little hoppy. It's not super hoppy, but it is hoppy. It's, um, it's hard to pick out a taste. Plenty profile. of malt in it. It's got Blacklands malt and malted barley, um, some oats. Obviously yeasts and then the native bacteria, but there really isn't. Too, I I really not sure what kind of fruit is in it. I don't know if there is much fruit in it necessarily, but again, it's it's a farmhouse, so you know it's brewed and then it's left to the elements, and that's where all the natural mm-hmm. yeast comes from. It's just left open. You know, we said it a million times on this podcast, yeah. but that's kind of typically how that happens. But they say this beer is good for or suitable for vegetarians and vegans. Ooh, so your girlfriend might like it. Yeah. Wow. Not a beer drinker? No, not so much. He's uh, more of the cider cider connoisseur. But, I mean, if it would give her, give her reason to try out a, a beer in our wheelhouse. Mm. This is good. I like it. It's just, it just dances on that verge of like, oh, is this going to be a, a killer sour? Or is it, nope, nope. It's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of back off and just have more of that beer style taste, with which comes from all that malt in there and stuff like that. kind of finishes with that woody, malty taste, which is what you look for in a beer which i like these mild ones are really good this bottle is super cool they always do a good job on their labels that's for sure that's one thing jester king constantly nails out of the park commercial suicide oh this is super low too do you see the uh alcohol content yeah on this? it's 2.9 2.9 yeah that's yeah it's low it's it, it it's why it, it's it's one of those like they said it's it's, it's a mild ale so it's yeah. not something you're drinking to like get to catch any type of buzz yeah, off of yeah it's a taste thing it's just a taste an enjoyable you know ale yeah alright so should we get into these uh, musical artists and bands and all these crazy sounds of horror sure why not why not alright let's jump in you wanna kick us off you wanna go yeah I mean I'll cheat a little bit so my, my first pick <laughs> are you going number one or five a five. Okay, uh, oh, I five. Mean, I mean, okay. I, these aren't in. Any, for me, they're not in any particular order. Okay. Um, but if I was to rank them, this person would be number five. Okay. It's a little bit of a cheat because we didn't get her this oh, yeah. year. Oh, like I see we were where you're going. To. I see where you're going. Um, but I do, I do, do want to see. I just do, 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 do. I do want to see a Billie Eilish something. Yeah. I thought that. I know that her music is definitely not well received by everybody mm-hmm. i think she's really popular and she's a new voice in pop music and i like how dark it is and i like the darker side of it because that's why it hooked me so I, I wasn't ready to like completely ignore her 
yeah. for this year. So I'm hoping that they bring her back for next year, or for this, uh, I say next year, this year. <laughs> yeah. Starting 2021. But I'm hoping they bring her back for this fall and she does get something, whether it's a house or a scare zone. Because I do think that she would be able to come up with some really cool storylines. Uh, her music is, again, really dark and foreboding. And I think just that style is something that she really fits well into. So, yeah, I mean, it's cheating a little bit, but I definitely do think I would want to see a Billie Eilish something. No, I, I mean, we've definitely talked about that in the past. And I would be interested in seeing what it has. You know, I've, <laughs> I think when the first news came out, I was like, uh, nope. But then when we did our, like, before we got the sad news of it not happening, I was on that. I put it on my one of my most anticipated houses because I am just so curious how that ha- like how that happens. And I think that it's I don't want to say it's been confirmed because there's really no confirmation about anything in these day and age with Horror Nights. But I don't think it will be back this year. I think they were selling off like props of stuff that were in the house, and oh, really? I think she's now like made a career change to not be so horror-y or what I don't I don't follow up on my Billie Eilish news all too often. Yeah, I mean neither but, do I, but, but I, didn't, I didn't know they were selling stuff off from the house. I think I think there was some stuff like there was like a B and an E and stuff like that oh. there. I saw it some like secondhand store that gets a lot of like Disney and Universal props and stuff like hmm. that from Interesting. Past rides or hotels. Well, I mean, I'll be interested to see what happens. I, I mean, if Christ, if Universal, if you're listening, I know you're probably not, but if you were <laughs> listening, I, I would hope that they bring her back at least yeah. try again Just see for what this happens. year yeah. because I think that it would have been interesting, unique, and a different take on the typical IP that we usually get. Yeah, and it's just and it's not that typical Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper style like horror artist where it would be a whole different swing of things so i would have like i said i was anticipating it i was curious about it definitely had my interest uh in regards to what the hell is going to be inside of this thing but yeah no i can see why that would fall onto your list so for mine my fifth i pulled a kind of a 180 a little bit this band really doesn't have much relevancy when it comes to horror but I'd be very curious to see what a Motley Crue style house would be like. So for that's not a bad idea. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. But so what I kind of thought about this was is it's going to be a really twisted rocker style house, very like dirty, like bar scenes, shows, lights, party style, and then the character in the house is going to be Doctor Feelgood. So Doctor Feelgood is pretty much just going to he like lures you into the rock party, the backstage, whatever. And he injects you with his venom of sorts, which coincidentally is heroin. Comes, yeah, which is just heroin. <laughs> That's what Dr. Feelgood is. <laughs> is, is, is. So it's <laughs> essentially kind of like a trippy style version of that, but it's not just like a, a heroin drug rush. It's like a, a venom that overtakes your body, and it kind of gives you this really twisted, delusional state, and like it gives you this crazy smile on your face, almost like um, Jack Nicholson as Joker. Your, when he was like not painted, when his face was like super it's funny pulled you say up. That. There is a, it's kind of an obscure reference, but there was a game that came out a couple, either last year or the year before. It's called We Happy Few. And mm-hmm. it's about a dystopian future where they give all these people this like happy drug yep. and it makes them have permanent smiles on their yep. face. So it'd be kind of something like that. And then, I mean, if you go through the other like big hits of them, whether it's like Kickstart My Heart, Shout at the Devil, Home Sweet Home, it kind of walks you through the house where it's, you know, like Kickstart My Heart is getting the venom and bringing you into that light and shout at the devil as you kind of facing the venom and trying to internally overtake it and home sweet home is you almost making it but 
Dr. Feelgood just kills you. you like, t- if you're going to break through the Venom and you're not going to fit into his society and his world, then you're not in the world at all. So that's kind of my idea for that. It's like, a really little, good idea. <laughs> like, bar, like, really dirty, grungy style. So, you know, everyone's got the, the leather jackets with the studs and the mohawks yeah. and all that crazy stuff. And, and that would fit right up my alley, too. So. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I wasn't... Like, when you first said it, I was like, ah, I mean, that's interesting. But yeah. I think you, like, in five minutes, just sold me on... <laughs> on a Molly Crew house. house. Yeah, yeah, like, I think I would totally do that. Because it would definitely be... I mean, with a character of Dr. Feelgood, obviously, you're going to know Motley Crew. It's not going to be just like, a, oh, hey, put uh, Nikki Six over here and Tommy Lee and, and all them and, you know, just have them pop out of boo at you. It's kind of trying to take their media and, and create a story with something that they created that isn't exactly horror or horror-related, but, you know, in, in a different sense. You know, you can look at one thing through a couple different lenses of glasses, and that's what you're going to kind of pop out with for Dr. Feelgood for my, uh, my house on this end. Do you want me to boomerang? We want to snake it. I'll give you my four. Or do you want to go to four? It doesn't matter to me. We can. We usually boomerang. So. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you my number four now. So my number four is definitely not as thought out as that. The only thing that I have for this band is just if you watch their shows, you know they'll find a way to fit into Horror Nights, and that would be Ramstein. Oh, or Ramstein. Ramstein. Yeah. Yeah. This is do super do yeah super just german metal band if you don't know them check out Duhast, and then you'll immediately be like oh i do know this band i know that one song and that's about it but just like when i was going through the rabbit hole of like what bands should i pick like there's so many that and i was like oh, watching their shows if you just go on youtube and search like Duhast live in germany or whatever they have a show where they're just super super metaled out very industrial very loud and this would be a very like gory bloody style house where it's just i I don't have like i said like the last one it's not broken down story-wise as a house so maybe better as a scare zone almost kind of like how they did like a um you know they did years uh a year or two ago vamp 85 or something like that where it's like just music playing on a loop with characters like they would never be able to get away with this but like I can just imagine them doing some sort of like Nazi zombie, mm-hmm. well German zone yeah. with their music overlaid it. Yeah, and like the thing about Rammstein is Rammstein is really like they say they're not very political, but they are a pretty political band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pretty like, like a liberal political band. They were born in uh, not born, but like the band was created in a time when. Germany was just coming out of the whole split. The wall had just come down, and yeah. like you know, so now you have a, a mixing of culture between West and East Germany, and there was definitely a lot of political politics involved. Yeah, and that's where they kind of bore a lot of their sound out of. Yeah, um, and it just seems to me that like industrial metal just works so well for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, and that's I mean, like yeah. you, you look at like Rob Zombie, who is like one of the progenitors of like early like industrial post grunge. Yeah, pre-industrial type like, sounds. Yeah, it's like not metal. It's not rock. It's not you know, like punk. It's like this. Just it's yeah. Like weird I done, sounds. Like I don't if know. I really if I if I wasn't being creative, I could like do just a list of five bands that are all industrial bands. Yeah, and you're like, that. Yeah, oh, you and know, it would work. Nine, for nine Inch Nails. You know, like hey, don't give away any of my picks. Oh, man. there we go. <laughs> uh, I was they were on, they were close to me, but all right. So let's springboard over to you then for your number four. So my number four is a little bit of a more obscure pick. Um, you may not even know who they. Well, you'll know one of the guys in the group, but you won't know the group when I first give you the name. And some of our audience might know who they are, but a lot of our audience may not know who they are. So I'm going with, it's a rap group. And I wouldn't really call it a group. 
it's 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 i mean not well let me, let me rephrase that it's a hip-hop group there's one rapper in it I th- and all right keep going because i think i might know this one you might there's and there's two dudes that do all the instrumentals for them okay all right no. um it's called clipping okay nope don't know that and they're a they're almost more they're, they're an experimental hip-hop group but they've also been called funny enough industrial hip-hop okay um you know, you you know the, the the lead vocalist. His name is David Diggs. He was in Hamilton. Okay. So if you've yeah. seen Hamilton, he plays um, Jefferson and the French guy. Oh, okay, that's who interesting. Who raps in man. French? Huh. He's like he's like just a little factoid. He's like been on. He's he, he's I don't know if he's in the Guinness Book of World Records, but he's been like recorded as like one of the fastest vocal like hip hop vocalists yeah. in like like mainstream music as of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did just release a two part double LP. Not not a double LP, but a two part. Uh, two records back to back, part one, part two, um, in the horrorcore genre. Okay. So if you think of like like a Tech Nine or early, um, oh my God, Halloween, Halloween Resurrection, um, Buster Eyes, Buster Eyes, like early Buster, <laughs> um, some, like that horrorcore style uh, of music, but it's all done with a really heavy experimental industrial backdrop when it comes to the music so it's not like an easy listen so mm-hmm. if you're not a hip-hop person it's yeah. not gonna be for you if you are a hip-hop person and you like a lot of that backpack like underground stuff with a real a lot of weird like instrumentals it's definitely a group to check out i i like them like i said they did a couple most recent records and it's all based around like their love of horror movies and their love of um, just scary things in general, and they do a whole record, like a whole couple records on that stuff. And they have one called like '96 Neve Campbell, and it's okay. so, it's so, it's just so good. It's a really, really good, mu- really, really good sound. Um, it's really dark. Um, they have one song on it that sounds much like the Halloween theme. It's got that really that, that, that mm, high that, like, piano, piano style, key yep. stuff. So it's it's definitely something I would ch- I would recommend checking out. But as far as like a house goes, I don't know if they'd be. Uh, how, I mean, I could see them doing like a house with like maybe yeah. based around their music a little bit because mm-hmm. it's definitely wonky. Like yeah. the the instrumentals are really wonky. So I could see almost even even if it didn't involve David so much as much as as it did the the two uh, other guys in it, William Hudson and Jonathan Snipes. Yeah. Um, just kind of doing like a custom um, instrumental track for the house and have yeah. the house kind of be just super trippy, like almost like yeah. you you would put one together where it was like really like it, it didn't have a straight storyline, but there's a lot of like audit audibleness yeah. the best word to use but it's like auditory like using auditory sounds yeah, yeah it's a lot more like disorienting gotcha yeah and i think if you could use a lot of their music as a backdrop yeah or at least music styled after it would be really cool well not yeah it's, it, it, they're one of those ba- they're one of those groups that like there isn't a huge visual element to it yeah it's a lot of it's it just, just a, it's a lot of sound and noise mm-hmm. And that kind of is kind of sort of how like Slash, like Slash did the soundtrack for Universal Monsters. Probably like, what I'm thinking of. If but... you found something like a property, like that might not be. I don't want to say Universal Monsters isn't a strong property because it is, but when you have something of that relevancy, where it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but we really don't know what it's about. If you bring on like a big artist to like boost the sound aspect, you know, if you have your visuals and your storyline, and they're at like an eight. But your sound for like Universal Monsters, what are you gonna do? Like just the sounds of the monsters. All right, that that's like a two. But if you bring in like a band or an artist to like really dive into the audio side of it and elevate that up to like a six, seven, or an eight, yeah. Now you have a much more amazing house. Yeah, it makes sense. And like 
Yeah, I, I think that's kind of like where I was leaning towards it. I mean, the two records they just released uh, last year, or the year before, 2019 and 2020, um, if anybody's interested, is there existed, addiction, there existed an Addiction to Blood and then Visions of Bodies Being Burned. It's They're really, really, really solid mm-hmm. records. But I think I just, I'm a big hip-hop head. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think that they would make a great, a great... A little sound aspect little, to yeah, it. Yeah, a little, little, one of those disoriented disorienting type yeah. type type deals all right so we'll swing so, so where right did you say again, yeah right? where did you say they're from where they're from yeah or did you no, I, meant, I didn't mention okay i, I, don't, I don't know where they're fr- i think they're based somewhere in california i think they're okay, probably a west right. coast group but yeah. that'll we'll circle back around to that to why i was like oh oh i think i know where oh, you're were going you, were you thinking like three six mafia or something like that or? no but i'll i'll tell you where because oh, you you have them on your list not them but i have something oh, okay. similar to that but it's very <laughs> it's very out there that's for sure so this will be your number three yeah and this one i'm surprised we haven't seen him involved in some way already yeah. um it's marilyn manson yep. I, mean, I'm, I don't know do you have him on your list no so i didn't so there's I was going to. I was thinking not about it. Not saying that I'm a huge fan of yeah. Marilyn's music. Yeah. I, I, there are there are songs that he's done that I do like. Yeah. I just think he's one of those characters, almost like Rob Zombie, where or yeah. it be, to me, it's almost like he should have done something before Billie Eilish was ever given an opportunity to do yeah. it, just because he's so out there with his music. Oh, he's wild. And I think that he could make some crazy, yeah. like crazy fantasy type house. That, oh yeah. And just use his music as a backdrop. Yeah. There was. I think some stuff just started coming out about him. Some like not good oh, well. stuff. So I think he's on that like list like, of like a no go. Yeah. Because of that. All right. Well, if yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. I, and I, I was creating a list and I was like spitballing them and I was, I was searching people and it popped up. I was like, Ugh. I'll have to look that up. Cause I don't, I don't yeah, know what there you're was talking some, about. There was some like serious accusations of, I, I honestly not even sure. Cause I didn't really like read much into it. Cause I don't really, want to partake in that on my off time i don't know uh, i mean so like, it's yeah i mean i'm sure it's, i'm sure it has something to do with this some, is, yeah so this is this is nonsense. this is in no way of me like defending the man like yeah, if he no. did something awful then but if he you, doesn't if, deserve to. yeah no but i mean yes he's a huge horror like gothic style artist and for sure that like lines right up to with what horror nights is yeah and again he's also in a like really he's an industrial metal type which artist. lines right up with all the other stuff so right. yeah no, I was thinking about it, and for those reasons, I was like, eh, I'll dig deeper and find somebody else. But I, yes, I totally agree with the fact that, like... I'm surprised he hasn't done something already. It, yeah. And I wonder if maybe they've approached him in the past and he just didn't want to do it. But, I yeah. mean, yeah, I can't imagine they haven't done anything with him yet. Yeah, no. And he actually, he performed... And now, doesn't look like he's going to be doing anything, so yeah, no, Now he's not mind. doing nothing. Never mind, you're a dirtbag if you do what they say you do. <laughs> Which, I mean... But, again, well, I don't want to get into it, but, yeah. like, innocent to proven, to proven guilty. We all have to remember yeah. that. I mean, yeah, we'll it's see not what... guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. People want it to be that way. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's, cra- it's a crazy world we live in, that's for sure. Yes, that's true. So, swing it over to me now. So, <laughs> when you were catching my attention, when you were saying it's a, it's a rap group, it's a pretty unknown, I think, to most people... It is a duo as well. However, it is a male and a female. And they are from South Africa. Yeah. Never heard of... Well, I may have... You, you will, and you'll know exactly who they are. Probably not from their music, but it's Diantward. It is oh, yeah, Ninja yeah, yeah. and Yolandi. They were in okay. uh, Chappie. Yes. That, um, I forget the, 
the uh, director's name, but he did like District Nine yeah, and yeah, Chappie. Yeah, uh, Neil Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the characters, it's weird because I don't know how they got involved in the movie or if they w- were making the movie or whatever. But in the movie, they are Ninja and Yolandi, obviously playing like a sort of pseudo version of themselves. Yeah. But it is this super weird. Like, I've actually never seen the movie Chappie, to be honest. Oh, with really? It's it is. Re- I've seen District Nine, but yeah. I haven't seen Chappie. It's really good. It's in that same sort of like sci-fi world, which like I don't. It takes place. I mean, Neil is I think South African as well. He is, yeah. And they're from South Africa, so they might have had some sort of connection. They're like, oh, let's just put them in the movie. But they're just like these like South African rappers, and I mean, their music is just. I don't even know how to describe it. She has Out this. There. So she has like this really annoying voice. It's like this like high. It's like it's just like like I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like sort of mousy, but like they have like this song called like Ugly Boy because just talking about how like Ninja is just like super ugly. And it's just like I love my ugly boy. It's just so ridiculous. But their sound is just so out there and really trippy and like that's how my the house would be it'd be like almost like graffiti gangland style it could also be a scare zone but just kind of i mean these people are characters like you know like you could almost do like a combo like have a neil blomkamp style house with them as the backdrop like Like alien style like i mean like you could use the prones from district nine or whatever and like but you know the care i mean they're very like ghetto gangsters like but they're like not good at it they're just like these like really shitty gang tattoos and like pink guns and stuff like i'm sure they're playing they're playing an act almost yeah exactly and then you know it's just they it's so out there check out their music because it's every now and then like i don't like i listen to it just because it's like it's like funny to listen to yeah and it's okay it's good beats like it's they're it's catchy like all like all hell but diant word there was some way to kind of connect them to that world almost like you're you're the rap group too where it's like maybe maybe they're just not the basis of the house but they have they dip their hands into the whole audio engineering aspect of the scare zone or the like house itself or something like that but they're (laughs) they are out there these people are there's no way that they are real (laughs) they absolutely are just straight up caricatures of you know stage personification that's so funny so my number two and we're moving right along i think my top two are going to be obviously more self-explanatory than all the other ones these ones are not stretches by any means and number two is going to be guar <laughs> like think about guar no, that oh, makes so much sense oh my god yeah i mean gore i if you do not know what gore is they are just this insane group. They get in. They they perform on stage in these giant, monstrous, overly I have sexual. To most of our audience knows who Gore yeah, is. Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, but the overly bloody, overly sexual, political. It's insanity. Yeah, it's it's super, just insanity. It's campy, and they know they're campy. Yep. Um, but the great thing about these guys is that, like, in every interview they do, they like they literally play the like the char- their like, characters. The, like they're never not yeah. the characters. Like these. Okay, so these are their. <laughs> I took their names down. Something about Rungus. So right? their singer is, and, and I might mess up some of these names because they're just fucking insane. But their singer is Blother the Berserker. <laughs> their lead guitar is Pustulus Maximus. Their second guitar is 
Ballsack, the Jaws of Death, <laughs> the bass player is Beefcake the Mighty, and on drums is Jizmac Dagusha. <laughs> and they all have different outfits and different... I don't even know how these guys perform because they look like the Road Warriors from wrestling. Yeah, they got their insane. shoulder pads. and. But you're right. They do like really weird shit on stage. I mean, they've been, they've been around since the late bodily 80s. Bodily fluids and stuff. Yeah, they've been, doing, they've been going 80s, strong for a while. And they have 14 albums. Yeah. These, these guys are insane. I've never been into Guar. No, but... and, I don't, and I don't listen to them, but I just know like... Like but you know who them. they are. Like yes. they're culturally, they're like, they're actually part of the zeitgeist. Because I mean, people yeah. know who they are, even I mean, if they don't listen to music. They play like, on, like they play on Warped Tour. Like they have such a weird like following where they can almost play on like any shows because it's it's not so much like a musical act. It's not a comedy act. It's it's definitely an experience. It's like if Blue Man Group meshed with horror, you know, instead of just getting shot with like paint. You're getting shot with blood and body parts. It's almost to me. It's it's more like like Gallagher, yeah, and metal. Yeah, yep, yep. Like that's how I reference it. Yeah. So this, I mean, it would be a very puppet oriented house because that's what their characters look like. It's very '80s puppetry monster style. Be a lot of world building. This would be like stepping into the quote unquote uh, world of Guar. You know, they would create like a Guar universe, and this is you kind of going into their realm. And they're they're very grotesque, disturbing characters, and they'll probably have to dial it back for like horror nights. I would assume they so. Like, like they, I feel like they've come out with like like fake prosthetic penises and like they, they're pissed out blood and yeah, like yeah, yeah they, they have like dicks yeah, hanging they, from their they costume. Shoot, they shoot um, male <laughs> ejaculate on <under> this <laughs> audience. Fluids everywhere. It's these people are absolutely yeah, insane. Gross. It is they're they're labeled as shock rock. And they they like they, they yeah, get political. They're, part, they're part of that horrorcore style, yeah. Too. I mean, like, I think like content-wise, you were you're right. That would have to like, they're way too eighteen plus for yeah. They would have nights, to dial it back. So it has to be dialed back. No, but no could, plastic dicks. Yeah, and I and I think you could do. I mean, you could get cheeky with it. Yeah, but it just can't be as in explicit. Your yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's for sure. But I mean. I, they have half the job already done for Horror Nights. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> characters yeah, are I mean, built. Everything's done like that. But I, I think they, they fit right in. That's, it's insane. If you want to check out on YouTube, like the, if you want blood, it's one of their songs. I think it's them performing it at Warp Tour, and they brought out like I forgot they went, it yeah, went on Warp Tour. They brought out like a big puppet dude dressed like with like a Donald Trump mask, and they just like. <laughs> rip his chest open and then all comes out like the fake intestines and he's just squirting blood like onto the crowd and you know that's you know poor Gwar is definitely going to take a hit in this uh, COVID style because they're not going to be as interactive on their shows they can't be squirting blood and, and goo and you know whatever all over the, the crowd in front of them <laughs> but that's my number two I think Gwar fits in you have to doesn't really fit in you have to smash it in you have to kind of dial it back a little bit and, and make it happen but that would be a band that is definitely up there in the horror sense. I think if you put it up there in horror nights, eight out of not eight out of ten people would know what Guar is. Oh, probably, yeah, for sure. So what do you guys? So, uh, we're swinging over to you for your two. Yeah. So my last two. Um, one of them again, kind of. I don't. I wouldn't say they're obscure because they're not obscure, but I think for a lot of people they will be because again, you have to kind of be in the metal rock world to know who they are. But I went with Ghost. Okay. And they're yeah. a doom metal band. Well, I don't even know what to call it doom metal. It's like 80s doom, like Black Sabbath-y doom metal. Okay, yep. Um, but their lead singer, I think his name is like Papa something or whatever. Yeah. He's dressed like this 
evil like priest like priest like right? thing and then the band is really just kind of like band members they're not like they don't all have their own personalities so i think with these guys it's less about the musical content and more about the imagery i think you could do something along the same imagery and kind of do that and maybe i'm more thinking along the lines of just using the imagery of a, of a priest and like mm-hmm. congregation like and style, stuff yeah but i could see them roping in their talents to use some sort of put up together some sort of like um scare zone yep that utilizes their music like almost, cemetery style almost. yeah and almost kind of like the hellbilly stuff for rob zombie last yep. last time but more along the lines of what they represent image image wise again their music is definitely hit or miss for some people like a lot of people like they go into it expecting more of a like black metal ish type Mm -hmm. just from their appearance from their appearance but they're really more of a doomier like heavy rock now i i do know of priests i haven't listened to them or really like i haven't really dived into them i might have listened to them in passing a, a handful of times but yeah just from appearances alone you can craft a lot like we said you can do something of like that cathedral style or like a cementary style or, yeah and the whole priest gothic you know papa style characters you know that's that's a that could be an icon in the making that's you know you don't have something yeah. like that i know they probably don't want to dip too much into like religion and stuff like that but like it's just a cool that's a whole realm i mean the, right and the I think nun that... is is one of the better recent horror movies and it's it has to do in a religious setting but it's not pushing anything it's not you right know, it's not trying to conform anything in that sense. I think that, like like you said before, I think you could do something where, like, the house has nothing to do with them. It's mm-hmm. just they use their music yeah, as, music like, a backdrop, or... too, and do it that way. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, that was, that was uh, just a quick... That one kind of came to me last. It was, like, with the one when I added, like, the, the fifth one, I was like, yeah. who am I going to go with? And I thought of them, like, ah, that makes sense. But yeah. my last pick, and we kind of already... Yeah. gave it away it's trent reznor I, okay. i'm not saying necessarily nine inch nails okay but trent reznor yeah i think again he's one of those artists that i'm surprised that universal hasn't tried to use before mm-hmm. um just because he not only is he a good like industrial metal artist or rock artist but he's also a really good i don't want to say like composer mm-hmm. but really i mean he composes he's composed soundtracks before he's done mm-hmm. a lot of um, movies where he's, yeah. he's done the soundtracks for. So I think not only does he make good, like just traditional music, but he makes really good soundtrack music and, mm-hmm. and composing ambient music. And I think that's where his strengths would come in is like composing some really freaky industrial metal electronica type stuff yeah. to use as a backdrop to a, to a house of yeah. some kind. And that's a huge part of Horror Nights. It's very like, I, I would assume that it's very similar to scoring a movie or like scoring. Yeah, I mean, you know, to like, be to be totally honest with you, like if it wasn't gonna be Trent Reznor, I was gonna go the guy that that um, composed the last two Doom video games. Okay, yeah. I don't. I forget his name now, but he's a guy from I believe England. <laughs> but the way he composed those two soundtracks is like completely out of this world. There's a really good documentary not documentary but he did like a ted talk style thing yeah. on youtube that you can find of him composing that game and it's just crazy this stuff that he that he that he managed to pull out mm-hmm. um but i figured he was a little too obscure yeah so to me trent Reznor is the more mainstream version of that and yeah. i think he's just he's so out there and wild that i think that he could come up with some really cool stuff for halloween horror nights yeah and that whole like we talked about earlier that whole indis- uh, blah, 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 blah. that whole industrial style like metal 
is like right. at at its core, like what exactly. Horror Nights is, and watching movies and stuff. I mean, maybe not as much of recent years, but if you look back in like the early two thousands to mid two thousands, like every like horror movie was that was the soundtrack. You know, Freddy versus Jason. Halloween Resurrection, like Jason yeah, X, were all, all like industrial yeah, style industrial metal. metal. Like, yeah, it it fits in hand in hand. Oh, I'm surprised. So we didn't have any reoccurring ones. No, I don't think so. No, because my number one talked about them before. Got to get Misfits in here. Yeah, I figured Misfits, misfits would be on or yours. Danzig in some way or another is another one that I'm surprised they haven't. And like I, I am gosh. and I'm not. Like they probably have contacted them, and Danzig was like, "Yeah, I want ten million dollars, oh, you fuckers." Yeah, probably <laughs> want something like stupid. And it's like, yeah. all right, dude, like, fuck off. Like, just give the fans what they want for for once without just holding back and lawsuits and all this nonsense. So, I mean, I guess it's not super surprising that they haven't. However, I mean. They should. They have to. At some point, I would love to see it. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't know the Misfits, I mean, if you pick just like any of their songs, they all have a story around it's, them. Yeah, it's all horror. It's like, all horror like, stories. I mean, yeah. If you, I mean, just to list out a couple is, "Mommy, Can I Go Out and Kill Tonight?" "Die, Die, My Darling," "Skulls," "Teenagers from Mars," "Night of the Living Dead," "Where Eagles Dare," "Astro Zombie," "Ghouls yeah. Night Out," "We Bite," "Hybrid Mode," "We Are One Thirty." Like they. There's a laundry list of movies or uh, songs that you can just pick from. They've been around since '77. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he has yeah. been around a long time. Been around for a very long time, and they've had off and on various members. You know, Danzig wasn't the singer, and then now he's back. And there was a lot. You know, he's very particular with how everything has to be. He's done movies as well. Um, I think he's like directed or written a couple C grade horror movies that are. I'm not gonna lie to you, like when I think of the Misfits and Glenn Danzig, I literally think of the episode of Aquanue Hunger Force that he was on. <laughs> I don't know if he was him, but they definitely made fun of him, and it was hilarious. I, I'm gonna get some flack for this, uh, but I'll go on record. Seamus does not like the Misfits. Ooh. He's never really ever liked the Misfits. Yeah. Um, I have heard the stories about Glenn Danzig. Not that I hold anything against him. Against him, he, he is. It is what it is. He's a he's a famous person. He can do whatever he wants. But yeah, I just I'm not. I've never been into their music. Yeah, but I can totally see why they're relevant to Halloween horror. Yeah. It's like they, again, it doesn't make no sense why yeah. they haven't done anything. No. And it's then they they did in um in Vamp '85 they did play I think where Eagles Dare because oh, so they, did they play have a like a song like on loop so like. I mean, they must have some sort. They can't just play your music without having. Well, they had to pay know. for rights. I'm so, sure they yeah, had to so give them some sort of rights. Yeah, for so it. they probably paid for that. But it's just they're insane. If you and, and a lot of their lyrics are really fucked up. Like if you I listen to the lyrics in like Last Caress, I'll read. <laughs> it goes, "I killed your baby today, and it doesn't matter much to me as long as it's dead." <laughs> like, and then there's a line after that, which is even worse. Which I won't even say it, but just search it. But it's worse, and it's just like <laughs> I mean, I listened, how did they how did they get away with this stuff? I mean, I listened to, I listened heavily to Cannibal Corpse for a very long time, yep. so I know what exactly. I, I listened to some fucked up lyrics, yeah. So. But like you know, there's just there you can pull stories from each of these little songs. Which, lyrics. Damn, and I should have picked them, right? Yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't get. I, on I didn't think of that. Honorable mention, Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, honorable mention, Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. But um, this would definitely be a like classic horror movie walkthrough because if you look or listen to Misfits, it's very zombies ghouls night out you know like 
aliens. Yeah, he's it's, like it's vampire. It's simple horror characters. Yeah, to, me, to me, they're like they're a darker Alice Cooper. Like yeah, they're like Alice Cooper, but like if Alice Cooper didn't give a fuck, yeah. and wrote like nasty lyrics. Yeah, and, and they're songs. and they're and they're such fat. They do it's it's horror punk, so it's like right. minute and a half long songs. Right. Yeah. So and it's they don't sound good. Like I mean musically like it's fine but like if you listen to like their recordings it's just so grungy and crappy like these they were never like they got so much bigger honestly just from selling their shirt at hot topic because you go around and you see everybody with the skull shirt and and they don't even know what misfits is like they you can be like oh misfits they're like dude i got this at hot topic on clearance like 12 dollars. i don't know what you're talking about i was like okay cool i'll go fuck at myself least, at least they at least they admit it. <laughs> like some people like pretend like they are fans yeah it's like wait no you're not like sure but i would have it like a twisted youth that acts normal during the day and then at night he kind of turns into this like zombie punk where it's like the leather studded jacket comes out and it's almost like a transformation like a werewolf would do and he would like that would be his transformation into like this punk zombie and at that point during the night, that's when he's pure evil, roaming around, doing the stuff that is in the yeah. song and stuff like that. But that would be my ultimate, like, I would be in that house every goddamn night. That's funny. Hopefully it happens. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. And this, again, I just, I've known you from, I've obviously known you your whole life. I've known you <laughs> each other forever. I just, I'm surprised as me you're into the Misfits as, as much as you are. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, they don't come across as a band that you'd be into. Yeah. But I can see why, just because of the content. Yeah. Just musically, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Yeah, no, I mean, musically, it's garbage. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, maybe it's that's like, part of it. It's like four chords, and that's it. It's just power chords. And I, and, and I want to, again, like I said, I, I listen to Cannibal Corpse. But then again, I also, there was a point in my life where music had to be as extreme as possible. And if it wasn't extreme, I wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I listened to as heavier and heavier music, like can, like Cannibal Corpse and fucking... Um, Oh my god, cattle, de- cattle decapitation, yep. and a whole bunch of the deathcore bands and stuff. Yep. Like I was really into like that. Winds heavy, of plague, stuff. yeah, yeah. Winds of plague. No, yeah, I, I, I love it just because I. Now how I'm much... thinking of bands I should have picked. Yeah, right. <laughs> just how much I love like Halloween and horror. Like it. It's one of those that. things where I can like, see that. Like I definitely like, like I definitely love the band and the music, and I listen to it all the time. But it also gives me that like Halloween feeling. You know, like, right. If it's like a day like like the other day, it kind of dropped in temperature. And it felt like very folly. It was like, ooh, misfits, pumpkin candle, yeah, yeah, yeah. pumpkin. No, I totally like, get it. I totally see it, and that's partially why, partially why I like the clipping stuff because they're very dark, mm-hmm. and they kind of delve and like, especially with the last two records, they've dealt, they've dropped into that, like telling horror stories almost, yeah. and it's just, I just, it gets me into that mood. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you want to go home and watch an eighties horror movie. Yep, yeah, exactly, and that's that's really like a lot of like the misfits feeling. Like as soon as I hear a song, it's like. Where's the pumpkins? It's Halloween time. Like, air's crisp. Time to get spooky. Like, that's just my number one go-to. Now I don't know. I'm, now I know what I'm listening to on the way home. Yeah. From, uh, the podcast tonight. <laughs> Going misfits or cannibal corpse? Can, uh, yeah. Bah, huh. Or uh, the rap. Probably, pro- probably Clif- clipping. Was it clippings? Yeah. Clipping. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our lists, which is funny. That I was, I'm really surprised that we didn't get one. I am surprised that we didn't have. I, I thought we figured get, we'd have at least one or two. I kind of I thought you were gonna do Gwar and Ram uh, Ramstein. I don't know why. I just kind of thought that they would fall into. I didn't, I didn't. Ramstein didn't cross my mind. I mean, if I was see the thing is again, I, I I'm more of an extreme metal guy, yeah. and I, at least that's what I was growing like in college and high school and stuff. 
Um, like there is another German band that I would have potentially considered, but they were they're a German metalcore band, so they're mm-hmm. not like like obviously. Rammstein is like more of an industrial metal heavy rock. These yeah. guys, Heaven Shall Burn, is another another good one. But they're straight up like metalcore, like extreme metal, like type German, and it's it's good stuff. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did consider um, what was the other one? Obviously, Rammstein. There was another uh, one. Guar. Guar. I did consider Guar, but again, much like the Misfits, I'm just not really that into the music so like yeah. it really doesn't resonate plus as they're much. like you said before they're gross they're just they're, they're, fucking they're, insane they're a disgusting band oh that's not yeah. that I have anything against it like I think it's funny yeah do but, your own like, thing if you want to do it then like do, I don't care God, by just, all means just not my thing yeah you won't catch me at a gore show again no I'm not going on a gore show blood yeah. and yeah but those are our lists let us know what you guys think if you would be interested in any of these potential houses, honestly, after going through it, all these, I feel like the one that I want to go through the most is that Motley Crue house. Yeah. That, like, punk, I mean, that was, really, that style was a really character. good idea. I liked that. That like Dr. Feel good character kind of reminds me too of going back to Rob Zombie that I don't remember his, his the name of the character, but house of a thousand corpses, the, the guy with like the oxygen tank where he's like this, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. All like, you know, like black death style doctor. Where he's just like cutting bodies up at the very end like, of the movie. Yeah. yeah, like the doctor, but that's kind of the the image I had for that. that movie takes a fucking hard left turn. Oh yeah, that is bizarre. All right, guys. Well, until next time. Next week we're gonna be coming at you. This is the beginning of the month. We got March. The killer reviews. Killer reviews. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. We are going with the '93 version of a Leprechaun. The first one. A good old fashioned. With Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Good old-fashioned puppet-style crappy horror. Fucking Warwick Davis plays yeah. the fucking leprechaun. It's like insane. Ha- this is be one. This will be one of the one of the few good bad movies that we watched that yeah. I'm actually going to enjoy. Yeah, I love this movie. This movie's fun. So, so we'll have a lot to talk about. We're going to try and rope Kevin into this one. Yeah, I'm sure we can rope I, him into this. I one. I think after the, I mean, he liked My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, so well, yeah, I was the one who didn't like. Yeah, that movie. so we we don't have to do much. So convincing. screw it, I think. <laughs> So, so on that turn, we'll probably, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's been a while since I watched that movie, so I'm very, very interested to dive into that in in one, you know, in one sense of the way or whatever. Yes. However that saying goes. Something like that. Words are tough. We're at the end of the episode. <laughs> it's 830, 9 o'clock at night. Whew. You all just right. worked all day. Yeah, I did. And I got work so. in the morning, too. All right. Well... Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, definitely an interesting topic. We'll uh, we'll definitely have some more of these, I'm sure, at some point. But until then, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad